welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone welcome to another episode of uh, desi return today i'm excited to have manvi on our show uh, manvi spent 6 years in us um, before returning back to india uh, there is a uniqueness in her story about how uh, her kid got adjusted uh, with the move you know pretty much she was uh, grown up in us um, majority of his like or most of his life uh, so lot of insights and a lot of information and looking forward to the show with that welcome manvi to the show thank you so much pleasure of all mine avinash great So Manvi if you can tell us a little bit about your background what made you to move to US and um, is there any triggering point before you decide to move back to India Okay uh, so I'll start from the very beginning uh, me and my husband we were based in Mumbai we both were like any other um, working couple in Mumbai hustling with the city the locals and spending our hours in travel to offices uh then uh, i got pregnant i had my older one and uh, after my maternity leave of 6 months i resumed my work so um that time my husband was looking for an onset opportunity and uh i start as i started working uh, every day i used to go to office like and morning 7 i used to leave and i used to come back by evening 7 so it was like 12 hours my kid used to be with the nanny so that mom guilt with every mom has Uh, same struck me i like oh my god like what am i doing what am i doing every day i used to go then i used to just look at the monitor of my uh, mobile like what yeah. am i kid doing what am i son doing so it's like um, in, because i am a person who who never wanted to give up career yeah. and i like i am never i'm not going to move move anywhere i'm not leaving my job but that mom guilt was so big that my uh, my husband when my son was almost 8 months like 2 2 months i had joined the job uh he got an offer for this op- uh, onsite opportunity in us and i was the one oh my god just 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 grab it and he like what was wrong with you you never wanted to leave your job what's wrong with you you were always against it yeah. i like no no i i i just want to be with my son i want to see him grow and i we will come back i'll join my job again because i had good connections with my company i like i i told these guys we are going moving there just for few years and i'll be back i'll be i don't mind you guys take me at the same position but i just want to be back So these guys were like, okay, we don't want to leave, leave a resource like you. You come back, just still do not worry about anything. Go ahead, enjoy your son's initial years, early years, and come back to us. Yeah. So I I was very comfortable. Yeah. I I resigned my job, and when my son son was eight eight months old, we moved to US. Cool. Of course, thinking that we'll be back in few years, and again back to the crazy Mumbai life and office, both of them juggling. And that was initially how we went there to US. got it so which place did you go to and uh, how was the life in us uh, you know raising the kid you know with uh, the vision that you had to spend more time with him uh, so maybe if we can talk a little bit about that and also um, i know you always have the plan to be back to india after a few years um, so is there a certain trigger point on when you want to move back um, you know if you can share a little bit about that also that would be great yeah of, of course of course now like m- moving forward from where i left we moved to us uh then um my son was 8 months old pretty much i was there there for him 
um we it was very comfortable because what i wanted i wanted to be with him and i got the space there i want i i was home, i was at home and i was looking after him uh, it felt really good for 2 3 months but after 2 3 months i realized oh my god what am i doing like i am just i'm just taking care of the kid nothing else so that struck me i know that's not a very good thing, uh, good thing to say because most of the moms do that and that's a wonderful thing to do but for me like it, it's a very personal opinion i feel that if i have got the capacity if if i i can be productive or financially um like uh, contributing to the f- uh, household finances why not so for next like i used to take care of the son i i, I used to be good like everything um but that extra energy that was not channelizing hmm. so i i had that initial years in the us like one or two years i was little lonely and i feel uh, anybody who shifting there would feel that because the kind of lifestyle we live in india is very different from what we uh, live in us summers were good because we shifted in summer time it was good for first 3 uh, 4 months but at the onset of winters uh, i even the we were in new jersey so it has like real uh, harsh winters and we are literally house arrested so the, i i still remember my first winters in us oh my god it was terrible i was like i'm, I'm my husband used to come from us i like i'm suffocating i want to go out i want to go out and literally i used to like wear my jacket and, and, and like bundle up and i used to go out irrespective of what weather like i remember even like walking at minus 20 uh, degree celsius yeah. outside yeah so it was like um mm, so the first um, few months were quite lonely as i told you and in winters uh, i i used to feel that need to get some fresh air always so uh, and of, of course I, um the thought of not doing anything apart from the household work or taking off the baby all was always there but but still uh, slowly and gradually but somehow i started enjoying my life there like from the next summers you can say next summer we started going out we started going on road trips and we really really enjoyed and my and it was like and first two years we actually visited india two times because it was my sister's wedding and my sister in law's wedding like six months apart so we were very frequent to india so still the first years went by and then then after that as my son grew he became two years three years uh, we noticed that my son uh, had a speech delay mm. like uh, since uh, till three years also he was not speaking okay so we were very worried and now since i, I my energy was not channelizing my my thoughts were all diverted to him my wife my kid not uh, speaking so all my energy everything went into it and we got him into early intervention he got therapy and everything and by the age of 3 and a half or almost 4 he started speaking so we were like relieved at least everything is okay we even evaluated for uh, for if he's on the spectrum but um, thankfully everything was fine he was good uh, it's just that he he blossomed very late yeah so a lot of people back in india they told us oh because you are in us because there is nobody to interact because there is no family that's why your kid has a, had a delayed speech but i i i i somehow didn't, didn't believe those things because of course you have people around that's a catalyst uh, to make your kid speak but that cannot be the only reason uh, that uh, your son is speech delayed there has to be some other biological reason too yeah so um yeah so all my since um, um then then we got him into enroll into preschool and slowly and gradually i started interacting with mothers of preschool teachers of preschool and even uh, his therapists were there i used to interact them uh, with them a lot and then when he was 3 years covid covid struck mm. all around the world yeah so everybody was house arrested and, and all that and we were really worried about our parents back here because they were all alone 
my my parents like they have my brother living with them so i was a little relieved on that front but my husband's uh, my husband is the only son he and a sister so uh, since that time everybody was all aloof and uh, his parents are old and they were there and we were really worried for them like mm-hmm. we used to call them literally three to four times a day to just um, ask them are you guys okay are you guys okay even a little sneeze if, if they sneeze we're like oh my god what's happening yeah. so actually that was the time when we realized that um, uh, uh, we uh, how much ever we enjoying our lives there but somehow everybody i think every indian uh, indian who's living abroad they have this thought at the back of the mind what if something happens to our parents there what if something wrong happens right that 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 thought is always lingering somewhere in the background yeah so how much ever we enjoy and frankly speaking after after a year or so i started my i started enjoying my life in us and i literally started loving it the kind of independence it gave me the kind of infrastructure the beauty and everything i started loving it and even even my son's school teachers therapists they were so good so generous so kind so i like oh my god do we find such setup in india so somehow i started comparing and somehow like no 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 this is a wonderful place a wonderful place to be Yeah. So, um, yeah. but still, that thought was there of parents that they are growing old. We have to be back. So, then, what happens in US if you if you spend like more than two three years? It's like a magnet. You don't want to leave that place. Mm-hmm. And that happened to us. That no, uh, like it's so good here. Why do we leave? And then at that time after COVID, we started seeing all the friends around. They started taking the houses. They they started buying properties of their own. They started moving into the independent houses. Yeah. So uh, and we were stuck. We couldn't buy a house. We couldn't go back to India. We were like sitting on the fence. What do we? And literally two years we spent sitting on the fence. That do we have to go or do we have to stay? But I don't know. Somehow that thought was so triggering that our parents are alone there. What do we do? If something happened, that was so triggering and so pulling us here. So we are like, no, we have to take a call. And then I think two thousand twenty two. um yeah my my younger one yeah i got pregnant after covid like in 2021 and my younger was born in 2002 so yeah. we had made up our mind after covid in 2021 that we would move, move back to india that's it so yeah. um we were meant we made up that after covid once it, it passes we are gonna be there for our parents but then i uh, conceived and in 2022 uh july 4th my younger one was born that's a like american independence, independence day. day so yeah. everybody wow he's supposed to be here then our friends were like No, 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 no! You guys are supposed to be here since your your younger one is born on the Independence Day of America. You guys are supposed to be here, so uh, we are like whatever. Now he's born. Now our next target is to uh, like find a job in India and get settled and get get things moving. Yeah. So and and you know what the biggest practical challenge in moving back to India most of the people face because since I have an Insta page and a lot of people send me the queries about how um, how do we uh, like how did you manage your finances. that's is a very big question and that's a, like you can say literally that is the reason why people avoid shifting here because they feel that they cannot match the lifestyle there to the lifestyle in india right so it's so it's like um, and 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 i think it's 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 true like the kind of salary you earn there that you you cannot match it in india so somehow we were very mentally prepared with the idea that we would have to compromise somewhere on the salary part but my husband was trying to uh, like um, trying to get uh, calls for the interview and all but uh, six months i think we tried but still uh, he was not getting a job somehow uh, this is there that if you in us you and you're trying to find a job in india it's very difficult to get calls 
like no hr will be calling you if you like uh, if you even shortlisted um like out of five only one one you will go through the interview part so somehow those things are there those are practical hitches uh then uh, we were like what to do we cannot go jobless then even at one point of time we thought okay let's leave all this we'll start from scratch we'll go there jobless and we'll see what will happen even that thought crossed our mind we have to go what to do yeah uh but obviously that is not a very wise thing to do <clears throat> so uh, then i then somehow i you know uh, it says that uh, whatever you wish very ardently um like whole world and whole universe comes to make it true that happened with us actually that that happened with us so yeah. um my husband internally he got a, a shift uh, uh like uh, in the company so he he took it up and then we started and then everything like we we decided on a date that this is the time we'll be moving and um, even the location we chose like uh, they, they they gave us an option since we are from we hail from basically from northern india so uh, we had an option to go to north north india or we had an option to come to whichever city of our choice so uh, pune was by choice it was not by chance yeah like we had been in mumbai as i told you initially yeah so we we always liked the work culture of uh, maharashtra so we uh, since we did not want to be in the hustle bustle of a metro like mumbai so we thought what best better okay. than pune yeah it's like a perfect combination of a big town and a small town the comforts of the small town and luxuries of a big town yeah so that that's how we decided on pune we decided a date we booked our tickets and then we packed the entire life of 6 years in like eight suitcases and we just left the place of our dream oh my god i still i still miss us I know there are a lot of people who curse me for that, but I'm I'm not shy to say that that I don't miss US. I miss US in a lot of respect. Yeah. And but having said that, I miss US. That doesn't mean I don't like India. Yeah. India is my birthplace. I've been here for thirty years of my life, so I love my country equally, not equally more more than being there. But there are certain things which are factual, which will remain a fact. But that's okay. All the countries are different. All like every the lifestyle is different. Economies are different. Everything is different. and both have their own set of set of beauty so i i think it's all depend on personal choices and priorities basically so our priority towards our family basically my husband my in-laws brought us back to india okay. and yeah and one more very big reason which i did not mention about my son my both the sons since my older one um, he he had so much therapies and everything and um, so he uh, he started speaking very late as i mentioned so he somehow skipped on the hindi part okay he 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 couldn't catch up on hindi so you won't believe even today it's been 8 months when in india he cannot speak hindi he is just on english and he has a total american accent which people are mesmerized <laughs> when they hear that accent of him but still he is not able to catch on hindi we talk to him in hindi we would love him to learn our mother tongue but still somehow he is lagging behind in that but okay. i i feel that's fine that boy has been literally so brave and he has transitioned so smoothly so we were really worried about his academics we were really pressurized about his schooling that because in india of course the academics are a little on the aggressive side yeah as as compared to us right so we always had it in mind that uh, we are never going to put him in icse or cbsc because since he he had already done his uh, pre k through grade 1 in us so we thought it would be difficult for him to cope up uh, suddenly in a cbsc or icse structure so we chose international school, uh, board for him 
to be very specific we chose cambridge wood for him and touch wood by god's grace it's working really well for him cool i know there's a lot of information just to quickly summarize some of the things uh there uh it was the parents the in-laws i think that brought you back um you know the primary reason uh and i think that one of the thing that you mentioned about uh you know career transition or the planning uh you know practical uh limitations in terms of someone applying from us uh you know the employers in india are not considering them very seriously uh the one thing that i have heard from multiple people you know having an indian phone number could help uh but definitely once you move back to india there is a lot of demand for the people who have experience in us or abroad there right? opportunities crop yeah suddenly yes. they crop up that's what we heard and that's what i i, to, I told you there was a point we thought we'll go jobless to india that was the reason because many people told us the moment you land in india you'll get a lot of opportunities so yeah, we were like because, okay let's try that out yeah and then i think people take a little bit more serious right because otherwise people might be just shopping around or how how serious they are uh and then i think in terms of uh, you know uh, yeah, the some of the logistics that you mentioned about like packing you know 6 years of you know the stuff in eight uh, eight suitcases um uh, and moving back and uh, you know having the kids settling in the school right i think a lot of things so just to you know uh, wrap up our like you know maybe underscore some of these things i know you have a younger one how difficult was it to you know plan all this logistics of the move uh, you know selling things uh, you know getting everything ready and moving uh any any advice or anything that you wanted to provide to the audience in terms of that practical like move in terms of the logistics of the move okay uh now um since uh, back uh, we were shifting there uh, like shifting from there that time um a lot of people told us why don't you take electronics from here uh, like obviously we upgraded our iPhones uh, but still they were like take take a tv uh, take some electronics uh, like all those things so we were like no because since we did not have a house here of our own so we thought it is pointless to take all these stuff because we do not have a space to keep them how why do we take them mm-hmm. so we did not consider doing that but now coming so far 8 months in india i feel it, it could be a wise decision um to get electronics like supposing just i just just for example in us we had a 75 uh, inches uh, big tv and which which costed us peanuts in black friday sale like literally 200 300 now in india like since we are building a house uh, we the interiors are going on we are very soon shifting there we just very recently we went for electronic shopping and the same kind of tv like uh, not not 75 65 inches tv will cost you around uh, 1.5 lakhs in india so so it's like the the cost is too much cost is humongous so even after your custom duty even after your clearances and all the cost shipping cost everything your your tv would be really really like very cheap and then a bigger one yeah. that you can get from us yeah so that that is one thing and we did not go for anything a lot of people get this stuff from cargo from ships uh, that is a most economical way of getting stuff like a lot of people get furniture and i feel it's a beautiful thought to get furniture and toys of kids because the quality of toys differs uh, a lot in india and us the kind of toys you get in us are nowhere to be found in india like one of our friends is shifted from us they literally got like cardboard slides and the things we cannot imagine that they get in india i like oh you got all this stuff from america they like they said yes i said yeah you you guys are very wise we were not that wise we just got got all our like uh, clothes and everything so uh, that is the thing plus um, yeah i would advise people to get a lot of branded stuff from us like get grab some michael co bags coast bags because here they are super expensive that day i i wanted to give my sister in law a coast bag 
but it was super expensive. I couldn't do it. And that same bag I remember I saw in US, it was like in, in sale, I was getting for $100, $120. So so it's like these things, small, small things are there, which I've learned from experience that yes, if you have the uh, bandwidth, time and energy to, to uh, plan all this, uh, definitely do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Uh, I know you mentioned about like, uh, you know, maybe switching gears a little bit um, about your uh, son, uh, you know, mm -hmm. joining the school. How has it been going? Um, you know, how how has this uh, social life been in India? Like, uh, uh, you know, mingling with other kids and so on as well and the school. So if you can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a very, very, very important point for us because that was a point which made me really nervous. And I also remember crying a lot of times in US just thinking my son. I like, okay, oh, we are born and brought up there. For us, it's no adjustment. But what about my seven-year-old son who, for him, this is his home. And the point at the airport, he told me, mama, I want to go back home. I, I burst into tears. I like bit of which home. <laughs> uh, he like the home in US, mama. Mama, the home in US, mama. I want to go back there. I want to go to my home. So I, I was crying and telling him, Mita, now we will have a new home. Now we'll have a new home. Literally, I was like crying like so on the airport. I don't know, somehow something made, yeah, made yeah. me cry because for, for that little boy, that 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 was his house. And he had to leave, leave his house and come here. And he, he had no clue what's, what new house mama is talking about. So for, yeah. for his point of view, I can, I can literally uh, like say it was very difficult. And when he came here, he was very, I, he, he loved everything there because somehow I feel my seven-year-old adjusted very soon. He got him at the right age when he did not have that much of knowledge of worldly things. Yeah. Because of, of course, when you see cleanliness around, infrastructure around, people around, obviously it's more hygienic and clean there. So we got him at the right time. He adjusted very well, literally well. Like I was really happy. The only fact that made me happy and satisfied is that he was happy. Okay, now one thing I remember very distinctly, like the second day, he, when he was here, he started crying. I said, what happened? And uh, a mosquito bit him. Hmm. So he, and there was a big red thing here. And he's like, mama, I don't know, there are some bug bit me, bit me here. Like, uh, why there's so much bugs in India? I want to go back to USA. There are no bugs in USA. So, so, so that, was a, that was the only thing which bugged him, I think. Otherwise, now if you ask him, he says, I don't want to go back to US. He says, Mama, I want to be here. I, I love, and India he loves. Per se, he loves the city Pune. He says, oh, okay. I don't want to go out of Pune. Even like we went to my uh, my mother's place like last month. He's like, when are we going back to Pune? I, I think I like Pune more. Let's go back to Pune. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like he adjusted well. And, and as far as his school is concerned, we were, that was number one point which we were worried about. But uh, since he's in a Cambridge board, um, the teachers are very considerate. Uh, the procedures are very uh, it is not as per other schools very academically oriented it, it has a lot of extracurricular activities and and uh, the best part was I was looking forward to is like a balance of academics mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, extracurriculars that's there in his school because we also inquired about IB board but I feel IB board for a US return person in India I don't know a, a person who wants to go back to US, it's perfect. You can put your son in IB board and after after certain point in time, he can go back to US and settle there, right? But a person like us, who who we feel that we have to be in India now, IB board might not be the best option to go because after 12th, what? 
the son your son has to face competition in india right mm-hmm. uh, like if you plan yeah so it's like somehow they have to be groomed in academics as well so ib board is more uh, activity oriented right so that's why the uh, we chose cambridge board it's a balance between the two it's ba- it, like it it has the curriculum some curriculum of cbsc icsc and it has extra curriculum of ib yeah so so it's like uh, both ways so that's why we chose this Cam- cambridge board a lot of people ask me this question like how did you choose choose the board so cbsc icsc were really out of question because of the academic focus and ib board we were thinking but later we thought asan has to be in india so it would be problem for him later so let's not go for that so we chose a middle path so that's cambridge board is a middle path for us and i am really happy because he he he's happy he loves the teacher he loves the school and he adjusted very well that's the thing if if even one day would he would have come and he would be like i don't like my school i would have been literally oh my god uh, did we do the wrong thing coming back so but that touch would that did not happen yeah so i am really happy about it so that's good so just to uh, maybe touch uh, the point one thing you mentioned about the cambridge right uh, so with that curriculum mm-hmm. um, so do people go to like regular um, like engineering or like mbbs or maybe any other colleges in india right like uh, would they be prepared for some of these entrance exams uh, in that curriculum like just curious on that just uh, maybe you know maybe that yeah, actually that. yeah actually that question it's a very valid one uh, i also like asked this question uh, like from the principal of the school so they are like uh, kids are uh, equally equipped to go in for competitive exams like i uh, ias or iit or whatever so yeah. but since like my prerogative was is never to send my son into such kind of competition because somehow living in us for 6 years has changed my mindset totally i i just do not believe in the rat race i do not want my son to go for iit or uh, ias or anything because whatever he wants to do he is free but but the principal definitely replied to me that uh, kids are well equipped because they go in for a um, uh, they they also have a 12th board which is affiliated to uk to cambridge so they have they have um, uh, like academically and extracurricular wise they are well folk, uh, this thing equipped to handle other competitive exams in india got practicality it. i do not know and even i bel- i am not very keen to know because my yeah. son is pretty young let's see what will happen as we go by i just wanted his transition to be smooth as of yeah. now yeah so that's what has happened so i'm very happy about it later on i'll think about it. if my son wants to do iit n- no worries we'll put him extra extra coaching right yeah sure let's no. see what he wants to do. yeah just curious i think because anyway like i think when you are explaining about this different curriculums just curious i think if there was any yes, yes. thought process or you know any recommendation or suggestions that you can no but cambridge board is a good good board for a us student person to go with because the other day there was one, one of the followers like why do you want to put your son in international board when your son wants to be now you guys are in india that is a very valid question i answered to her very politely that this is a reason because the, because the transition phase i want my kids transition to be very smooth because he's already given up on so many things he's already uh, like uh, his life is turning upside down so at least academics is something i can lower lower his pressure on yep so that's what our mindset was to put him in international school so let's see where where he figures out his way i'm sure he'll figure out his way like in international or wherever yeah yeah cool 
Um, so maybe if you can touch a little bit on the career transition, I think you mentioned about uh, your husband, you know, taking an internal mm -hmm. transfer. Um, did you like uh, resume back to work or, um, you know, or just taking some time off or, you know, just curious and uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. No, I did not resume my work because I'm an entrepreneur now. So right. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So uh, now um. Uh, since I was an export, I couldn't work in US. So uh, I I had done a lot of prep, sort of research because I already had I already have that uh, thing that I had to do something on my own. And since I I always had that even when I was in my job, I was I don't know I have to do something on my own. But uh, since I did not have the time with the job to think about it, and then initial years with the son, I couldn't think. Then later, like uh, you can say, two thousand twenty. 2020, I started a Facebook page uh, with uh, like it, it was regarding uh, kids activities, like fine motor activities, gross motor activities, cognitive skills and all these skills. So uh, the page grew really fast, like within six months, it went up to 30K. And now uh, it's a group of around 200K followers. Wow. Congrats. So from, yeah, thank you so much. So I couldn't do anything more than that there, but uh, that that is what I did. And now uh, uh, I, I've already started a business related to that, uh, my followers on Facebook. So, yeah, so I'm an entrepreneur. More than that, I, I might not be in a position to disclose. But yes, I'm an entrepreneur now and I'm no. really happy. I do not have to because I'm really happy because being in India, because a, a very, a very bothering thing in India is traveling, the traffic. Yeah. Like people think we have to come back to India, we have to again deal with that heavy traffic and long traveling hours. So that bothered us, bothered us too. But believe me, I had my plans ready. No, no, I, I have all, all my things set. So I will be at home. My my this thing was, prerogative was, I have to be at home with the kids, but doing something. Yeah. I, I cannot be just with the kids or I just cannot be doing something. I have to manage everything. So yeah. since that was settled, so we were very comfortable moving back here. And by God's grace, everything uh, like going smoothly. My husband works remotely, so he's at home. I have my own business, so I work from home. And my kid's school is like five minutes distance. The school bus comes down. So touch wood, touch wood. It's it's a wonderful scenario for us. So I don't know how many can manage this scenario in, in India. If you have, if you maintain this kind of, if you create this kind of lifestyle in India, believe me, it is hundred times better than being in US. Yeah. And with uh, yes, yes, end up um, being with a full time maid. Oh, I've got yeah. a full full time house help. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, some of those things yeah, with the pros and cons, and how do you manage some of the cons uh, to make the life better, right? Yeah. No, thank like you. if you can build this kind of life in India, no no better city is there. Like the convenience side, the doorsteps. You order Zomato, you order anything from pin to plane, you get at a doorstep. Yeah. What more do you want? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. So how has the social life been uh, and how has uh, you and uh, your husband, like, you know, family adjusting uh, since the move? Uh, anything that you miss in US? Uh, how is the life here? Um, just curious on that. Yeah, I would say my social life in India as of now, I have zero social life in India, <laughs> except my social media. Uh, that's the only life as of now we have because since this time we've come back, there, there's so much going on like initial transition then we had to find a rental place then shifting in the rental place then immediately i always had one thing in mind the moment we go to india we have to get a house of our own we have to we have to get settled you know that thought of getting settled which was not there in usa mm -hmm. uh, that was also one more reason i would say 
a very big reason because we were there always in doubt and i think 99% of indians are in that situation who are on h1 because they always and the uncertainty is always there so we didn't wanted to live in a life of uncertainty we wanted to settle down so the thought behind coming to india was to get settled and how does a person get settled you get a, your own house you deck it up in your own way you get a car and everything is settled that's that's a big settle right so the moment we shifted in the rental house uh, i started hunting for a house and luckily uh, because and i was waiting for my son to get settled in the school yeah and i think within a month or so i got to know that he this this guy is doing great and everything is fine let's start hunting for houses so near the school uh, we started searching for houses and luckily the apartments we were living on rent uh, one of the apartments we we got we we bought it nice so now the interior work is going on and now we plan to uh, do a puja on 21st and we plan to shift in the house so the feeling is so satisfying avinash it's really satisfying having your own house decking up decking it up your own way every single thing we've customized as per us so so we have been so busy that there have been no social life but believe me the people here the place we live in uh, it's a very cosmo place we we love the place we live here it's a very cosmo place very welcoming and warm um so, and and one more thing very big reason my my kid feels comfortable here because there are a lot of english speaking kids here yeah there, no no offense to vernacular speaking kids no offense to english speaking kids but that's what my kid kid needs that there should be uh, kids who can understand him and he can understand other kids right so that's what is happening uh, so uh, i i know a lot of people a lot of people know me and i am also part of the cultural committee in the society so uh, you won't believe this year uh, because my son loves uh, halloween and okay. i was like thinking uh, like what what this year what if there is no halloween so i approached the cultural committee guys that why don't we celebrate halloween here we celebrate everything we should celebrate halloween so these guys were so generous and kind they like oh why not you want to do it let's do it so uh, literally i went i took the lead and uh, we did a really great halloween event here with 250 trick or treaters in the campus can you believe that yeah <laughs> even in us i have not seen such a big trick or treaters gang so yeah. it was like we we arranged a trick or treat for them and and i was like initially i was like who would know trick or treat here like nobody would know it my god the kids were crazy they like trick or treat trick or treat trick or treat and i like oh god like these kids have never been to us but still they know everything and then i asked one of the moms that how do they know moms were not aware of trick or treat lot of moms but uh, one of the moms told me uh, because nowadays they see so much of the exposure of the tvs is so much they see the common things and they know yeah. what is trick or treat yes. how to dress up what character they want to be they know everything yeah so it was very shocking but very pleasant in a way that yes it's like uh, i was able to create a atmosphere like we were there and everybody enjoyed the the motive was to make the kids enjoy yeah. so everybody enjoyed and we had, we had a wonderful halloween celebration and plus a very big thing i think a very plus thing here in the in the these towers they do all the festivals in a very grand way so we have been enjoying ganpati we did uh, we enjoyed garba then new years yeah. and christmas so a lot of festivities are there so we are engaged in those festivities but as per se you say personally if i made friends no i have i have not been able to make friends personally because one more i think that that's one more thing which people don't speak up very often but it's a fact that um, making friends at this phase of life it becomes a little difficult because you move from us everybody have their own groups everybody have their own friends they'll say hello hi to you they'll be like good to you but you you it's it's very difficult to make a group so i really do not know okay, okay when 
would i be having a girls gang of mine or or <laughs> a, a group of us but let's see we are happy the way we are and of course um, slowly and gradually i'm sure yeah, i'll I so. i'll find my own gang oh, yeah. yeah for sure yes no no thanks for sharing that so anything that uh, we haven't touched uh, that you want to talk about uh, that could help uh, people who are considering to move uh, or thinking about moving um, you know along the same lines of advice or anything that you wanted to uh, share with the audience yeah yeah one or one advice for everybody if you guys want to move move when your kids are in early years that's easy on the kids easy on the parents easy on everybody because as the kids uh, grow up like Uh, the moment they become like more than 10 or 12 or they in the teens it's it's a cultural shock for them mm-hmm. and believe me there are a lot of cultural differences in both the countries so younger they are they'll they'll transition smoothly everything will be fine the moment they grow up there'll be a lot of questions you would have to answer and there would and and there would be a lot of questions that you would not have any answer to if they ask you why there's so much of trash here what answer you will give nothing Yeah okay. so get your kids when they are early in early years transition for everybody is smooth and believe me uh coming back to india is uh, no punishment because a lot of people think that coming back to india m- might lower the standard of living no it is all about how you create your life because ultimately you are there on your own ultimately you will be here on your own but advantage being your family is nearby yeah so you you have that festivities with family you have that uh, common cultures and obviously a lot of things to enjoy here yeah sure uh, so thanks a lot for all your time and uh, sharing your thoughts uh, sharing your journey and the insights uh, you know from your move uh, really appreciate and uh, thanks again uh, for your time avinash thank you so much the pleasure is all mine i i am always looking forward to somebody who's who who listens to my uh, this like, like the transition because i love to love to talk about it there's so many people who actually uh, want wants to know who want to come back but somehow they're stuck there because of different reasons so i think you you've come up with a wonderful initiative that helping those people out like they can actually learn how they can create a better life in india if they have to come back at all so i feel you you have to make up your mind like if you you have to settle there that's good your priority if you to come back to india that's that's even better so it's like apna desh is apna desh yeah so whatever you're doing it's a wonderful thing keep it up keep going thank you very and much thank again you so i think much. the it, goal it was, it was my pleasure yeah thank you very much again the goal is uh, not to encourage for people to move or not to move mm-hmm, provide the facts provide the experiences yeah. people who have already done so that uh, that could help with the decision process i think the goal is for the people to make a decision and not like let the time go by uh, and i think uh, that's the essence of it once again thank you very much uh, i'm sure this would be valuable for a lot of people who are in a similar boat uh, and uh, you know uh, thanks for sharing and thanks for your time yeah you you most welcome pleasure all mine avinash thank you so much